ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Is that the best you can do tonight? I want to feel you tonight. You should make that hand clap louder. You should add a shout. You can add a jump and celebrate the Lord with me tonight. You may kindly take your seats. You know, it's a blessing to find ourselves in church. Week after week, we go out and come in. We go out and come in. But we never really understand what it truly means to find ourselves going out and coming in. Can you celebrate the Lord tonight for preserving your life, for keeping you? I thought that hand clap would be louder. Father, we thank you. Well, it's testimony time. Beautiful. First Samuel chapter 17 and verse 47, please. First Samuel 17 verse 47. The Bible says that, And all this assembly shall know the Lord saveth, not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's. I don't know what you're going through tonight. I don't know how complicated your situation is, but I've been sent with a word for you tonight. I said, I've been sent with a word for you tonight. The Lord is saying, if you can give him your problems, he's going to take over tonight. Can you lift up your hands and just give the Lord your problems tonight? If you're watching online, this word is also for you. The Bible says that he doesn't save with sword or spear. When the Lord steps into your situation, it turns around. And I see your situation turning around also in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. So tonight, I'm going to read out our testimony. Amen. It says, My name is Lordina Tete Ajay, a telepastor of the Shemen Hub. My testimony is about how God has been blessing me financially these past few days. You are also receiving some financial blessings in the name of Jesus. See, you should be excited because this is just before you have the opportunity to also practically sow into the blessing. Amen. So she says, first of all, a colleague brought me a check to debit him and credit a list of other people via Momo. She said, as I went through the list he presented, which contained their various names and phone numbers, I noticed the last name on the list was Lordina. May your name also find its way where blessings are coming in the name of Jesus. Oh, I don't, I can't hear your shout. Amen. I said, may your name find itself in a place of blessed people. Receive a blessing tonight. 
she said but without a phone number so i asked him to add the momo number of that person on the list he did only for me to realize that this number was my number and i wasn't expecting the blessing at all receive the blessing of the lord in the name of jesus some of you didn't understand she said someone gave her a check to withdraw money and then after you withdraw the money send money to a list of people and on that list her name was at the bottom of the list but there was no number so when she found out later ah this name lordina there's no number attached to this name unlike the other numbers she realized that the person gave her her own number so that money was purpose for her whatever the lord has purpose for you i see it coming your way in the name of jesus but it didn't end there that was part one part two she said i she works in a bank she said i did a very late transaction for a customer at work no one on that schedule was willing because she arrived very late after work my manager approached me with cash she said my manager approached me with cash she said my manager approached me with cash may someone walk to you with a hefty sum of money i said receive some cash in your wallet in jesus name she said she said it was mine and th- a thank you gift from the customer i wasn't expecting it at all may the lord surprise you this week may the lord surprise you next week may the lord surprise you next month may the lord surprise you next year may you receive a surprise in the name of jesus then she said someone also came up and decided to bless me with cash to support my bbig the very same week i see the blessing of the lord on your left and on your right i see it overtaking you i need to hear a very loud amen a very violent amen a very powerful amen receive the blessing of the lord put your hands together for a very powerful testimony
was long reading his word, surrounded by his spirit. There is so much revelations when I'm in his presence. That's how I know he's there with me. I get to spend my time with him. Lord, even. 
know about you. I don't know about you, but I haven't had enough tonight. Have you had enough tonight? Have you had enough tonight? Can we go deeper tonight? Can we go deeper tonight? Then put your hands together one more time for yet another anointed minstrel, our very sweet woman of God. Put your hands together for and um, to bless us tonight. Sure. 
club should be far better. The hand club should be far better. Are you excited to be in church tonight? Is the service working for you tonight? Tonight, Bishop has carefully chosen very mellow songs. So, yeah, I mean, as I sat there, I was entering the spirits. Yes, it's a blessing. But it's not over tonight. And, you know, there's something that we say in the service that if it's nice, you do it twice. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad to welcome one more time to minister to us our sister Grace. Please put your hands together for Grace. Amen. Jesus Christ died for me. 
And you can stand to your feet at the same time because I'm happy to tell you that it is time for the Word of God. Hallelujah. How many of you get excited when it's time for the Word of God? And I told you last week that God speaks to you through a man. Through a man. And in this cathedral, there is a man that he sends to us week after week to give us his word, his current word, his word for the season. And ladies and gentlemen, tonight I'm excited to announce to you that the servant of God in our midst to bring us the mind of God is in the house tonight. If you're as excited as I am, I want you to make some noise tonight. I want you to clap your hands tonight. You can even jump around tonight. And let's welcome to this moment the A wayside ground. I don't want to be a thorny ground. No. I don't want to be a stony ground. Make me a good ground. Clap your hands. Jesus and also to show that you are excited to be in the house of the Lord there are many reasons why we clap our hands but the big one is that we are excited to be in the house of God can you clap your hands those online you can clap your hands at home you can show some excitement what a blessing to be in church what a blessing to be in the house of God I'm so excited and I'm very happy that God can gather all of us again into his house. What a blessing. And I want to welcome you to church. Church must be very important in your life. If you are a Christian, the house of God must be very super important to you. God's house. When you love somebody, the person's house is very important to you. Sometimes you go and go and go till even it's now too much. 
but there's nothing like too much of church. So I want to specially welcome you to church tonight. And I like your hand clap. You've made it to church. It's very powerful. And God has something very beautiful for your life. And uh, keep clapping your hands. Tonight, we are doing two things. We are preparing ourselves for the 7th of November. And then we are also celebrating the Healing Jesus campaign and having a service in that honor, in honor of the campaign. Before we sit down, I want to ask you to join me to pray to prepare our hearts for the 7th of November. Something beautiful will happen. Something exciting will happen. But it will depend on the investment of prayer investment of prayer i want to ask you to lift your hands up there's a soul somewhere whose destiny depends on the 7th of november you want to pray and say lord prepare us prepare us prepare me prepare me i don't want to be left out of this no effort. no no let your presence let your spirit yes. heal this place from the seventh of november pray now open your mouth and begin to pray in the name of jesus everyone pray that god will use you pray that god will use you there's a young man there's a young lady there's a young boy he has not even heard about Jesus. Lift your hands and let's pray. Say, Lord, move on that day. From today. Tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, move in my life. Keep praying. Keep praying. I don't want to be left out. Pray. Pray. 
every hand lifted up unto God. We are crying to God for souls. We are crying to God for souls. Souls. Samande Baboda Hatelebasa Rini Masa Bokata Malanda Babalanda Ladaba Ladaba Lamosa Kabada Sakalaba Ataruka Parade Pray Adiatoro Kabayande Sabote Masakala Baba let the winds gather the sheep. Let the souls gather. East, west, south, south, gather. Jesus. Feel the sentence. Feel the sentence. Feel the percentage. Feel the church. Alo Saba. Rena Mama Sapapuma. La Kamaba. La Papuma Lava. Balabo. Balababa. Mandala Baba. Mandala Baba. Ramama Sapa. Reta Baba Bosa. spiritual winds we are praying that the winds will blow the souls into the center into the house of God that somebody whose destiny has been hijacked by the enemy will experience liberty liberty will experience freedom freedom Will experience deliverance. deliverance. Clap your hands and begin to pray right now. The winds. The winds. The winds. The winds, the winds, the winds, the winds. The winds blow, Lord. Blow them, Lord. 
Somebody brought you to church. You were planted. And look at you now. We are praying that they will be planted. Planted. They will be planted. Planted. They will be planted. Planted. They will be 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 planted. And that they will grow. Yes. Grow. Grow. Clap your hands and pray for the establishment. They will multiply. Planted. They will be enlarged. Planted. They will be strong. Planted. Mandala Baba. Labasa Baba Baba Baba. Labasanga Baba Bandiroma. Pray. They will be planted. They will be planted. They will be planted. They will be planted. Beautiful. Pray. your mighty will be done. Thank you. Thank you. For the souls you will touch. Oh yes. Thank you. Thank you. For the destinies you will transform. Oh yes. Thank you. Thank you. For the lives. The lives. 
you will change. Yes, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Clap your hands. And you may please be seated. It's very nice seeing all of you in church today. And honestly, you look more beautiful than Sunday morning church attendees. I'm telling you. I stand here and I preach on Sundays. You look very... Can you clap your hands for yourselves? All of you here. Those here. Clap your hands for yourselves. And uh, today... I am continuing to teach on can't you do just a little bit more? Actually, the title should be Noah, can't you do just a little bit more? Noah, can't you do just a little bit more? Noah, can't you do just a little bit more? God always uses men I pray that God will use you there are far more angels in heaven than there are human beings on earth far more angels in heaven in fact they cannot be counted but on earth the human beings can be counted the angels in heaven cannot be counted but still God will not use angels to touch a person's life to win a person to him to change a person's destiny he will not use an angel he will look for a man like you and me remember in Acts 9 when Saul met the bright lights on, his, on the road to Damascus. And he, he was, I said, who are you? He said, I am Jesus. I'm, I'm Jesus. But Jesus had something to tell Saul, who became Paul. But Jesus did not say anything to him. He rather asked that they send a man to come to him to tell him. He himself was standing there. 
but he didn't say anything. He said, they sh- he sh- he- when he wakes up, he should go and get a man. Find somebody. He, he that man, will tell him. Ananias will tell him all the things he needs to know. Jesus may be standing in front of somebody, but he will wait for you to appear. He will send for you to appear. You know? That is why the message that we must do a little bit more is very important. And you see, that little bit more is for you to have the kingdom of God on your mind. Like the scripture we read in Nehemiah 10, he said, we will not forsake the house of God. We will, we will not leave the house of God. The, the church, interestingly, the place that gives us our greatest blessings is rather the place where we are quick to abandon A lot of us just come to church. You just attend church. But God wants you to do a little bit more. And that is to work for him. To do something for him. To sing for him. To win a soul for him. I I like that song. Lord, let me have what? A dream. Yes. Without being a dreamer. Yeah, because you can have a dream and be a dreamer is somebody who is dreaming. He is always in the clouds. His feet never touch the ground. Always using words. I will do imaginations. No. He said, let me work with diligence. Can you come and sing that song again, please? And listen to it. A song is also a preaching. It's a preaching.
clap your hands. Everything I do, beautiful. Look, can we find Christians in the church? Are, are, are we Christians or we are just some social, spiritual? I can't even find the words. Maybe we should call ourselves spiritual socialites. See, spiritual socialites. Because the world also has got socialites. They, they, they just socialize. See them in clubs. And they are the social media, socialites. And we don't go to the clubs, but we socialize in the church. Ask your neighbor, are you a Christian or you are just a spiritual socialite? Let me have a vision. Let me have a vision. And everything God has for you is in this vision. Very little is outside this vision. That's why most of us are in the church bankrupt. Have nothing. Nothing. Most believers are on the rubbish dumps with the unbelievers scrounging for the dregs. Scrounging for the dregs. Rat racing with the unbelievers. Because you have nothing. Of course you will have nothing. I'll be surprised if you have something. I'll be very surprised. Why should you have something? You, 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 you will be like the unbeliever. On the baller with them. Yes. You will be there. Rat racing. The, 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 in school we used to call it sope. I think it must be a short form of surplus. I must, I suspect. I, oh, I suspect. But we used to call it sope. Yeah. Yeah, sope boys. When we're in school, do you, have, you also have sope boys in your school? Yeah. They come to eat the rest, what, what, what we have left. Students, what students have left? Students have eaten and left some. It's amazing that they will leave some. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. The unbelievers are, are rat racing, killing, fighting for things. And we are with them. Of course, because you will have nothing. You, you, you will have nothing because everything God has for you is embedded in the vision of winning souls. Oh, yes. He said, and lo, I'll be with you. I mean, if God is with you, even me, an evil man like me, when people are with me, I can't stand to see them hungry. As an evil man like me, I can't stand to see somebody who is with me and doesn't have a phone. Or doesn't have shoes. Or doesn't have money. I can't stand it. Or in pain. I can't stand it. So, so when somebody is with you, his money is with you. His kindness is with you. His, his love is with you. When God is with you, his everything.
everything is with you. And the only known thing that brings God to you is when you go. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Go ye and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you on weekends. Sorry, I forgot. Lo, I am with you on your bad days. When is he with you? Always. Always. But is he with you always? Never. You? God always? No. We have a traditional picture of church members with a priest in a cassock. A priest in a cassock. He does the priestly duties. But today, we are a kingdom of priests. We are all priests. We are all priests. This is my parish. This is my parish. You two go and build your parish. Your parish should be two members, seven members. Every center leader, your, your center is also your parish. The two members you teach, is your, they are your parish. This is my parish. You are welcome to my parish. We are all priests. That picture of church members and a priest in a robe who is a priest who does priest work it is not in Christ in Christ everybody is a priest and you see why everybody must be a priest is that there is no money God has for you outside your job the salary he has for you is the work you do as a priest if you don't do that work as a priest, there is no salary. That's why most of us here are not different. Our, our troubles and our needs are not different from unbelievers' needs. But God wants to elevate you. I said God wants to move you from the baller and give you honor and majesty as a prince. As a prince. As a priest. I'm not fighting with unbelievers for anything. <laughs> I'm not. I'm fine. And I wasn't born a priest. I am a science student. I was sitting in church just like you are sitting in church. And serving God came to put me here. Brought me here. You too can stand here one day. Or can stand in front of the congregation one day. Don't, don't accept the fact that your destiny is to just sit in church. There is nothing for you there. Today, 
I'm continuing with Noah. And I'm saying that, have a vision. Change your vision. Move your vision from town to the church. Noah, can't you do just a little bit more? Because he was a preacher of righteousness. His main work was a preacher of righteousness. And God asked him to build an ark. The extra was that build an ark for me. And he is also asking us to build an ark for him. Yes, it's not only Noah. Always God is concerned about his spiritual house. He complained from, from Exodus, Leviticus, Kings. He has always complained about his house. In fact, in Haggai, he told them that their problems they were having at home and on their farms were because they had abandoned the house of God. And he wasn't speaking to priests. He said, you say that it's not time for the house of God to be built. That's what you say. What you don't know is that your problems, what is happening on, on your farms, is all because of my house which is not built. Because I will always ensure that the state of my house becomes the state of your life. He will, he will always ensure you abandon his house, he will abandon your life. You look for much. The state of your bank account is the state of the church. You look for much and it came to letter. Your expectations. You are sitting here, you, you have a vision to go to Malta. To do what in Malta? What are you going to do in Malta? You want to go to Greece. On your way, <laughs> I think you also had that vision some time ago. Remember, Michael? You had that vision to go to I think Greece or Malta. <laughs> Greece, you see, Greece. <laughs> Why? When God has given you the honor of being his servant. Yes. Because of my house, that is waste. And you. You run everyone to his own house. You are joking. The house you will enter, the state of that house will be the state of the house you built for me. I will never allow you to enjoy your mansion when my house doesn't have a ceiling. You will build it, but you will not enjoy it. <laughs> you don't know God. So he came and told Noah, Noah, and today I'm preaching a short sermon. That's why I, we, we sang a lot. And I'm hoping I'm going to get more songs. Yes. He told Moses, uh, Noah, build me an ark. Next week, we are also starting the ark. We are building an ark. Actually, he told Haggai, the prophecy of Haggai. Is it verse 3? Let's see what is in verse 3. Verse 
Then came the word of Haggai saying, verse 4, is it time for you to dwell in your sealed houses? And my church, this house lies waste. Verse 5, consider your ways. Verse 6, you have sown much, you get little. You drink, you are not filled. You wear clothes, you are not warm. You earn money, it disappears. Problems. Verse 7, that said the Lord, check your life. Check your life. Verse 8, go up to the mountain and bring wood. The wood that Noah also used to build the ark. You too, go and bring wood. And build the house. And I will take pleasure in it. And in our contemporary life, the wood is the soul. The lively stones. We are going to build next week. My sister, there is the song, Each One Can Reach One. Come and sing it for me. Everybody can reach somebody. Each one 
one to the face. You can. Together we can tell the world that Jesus is the way. If we reach one, reach one. So would you go and labor? Would you hold high your life? One by one and two by two, we can win a world for Jesus Christ. Each one can reach one. Each one can reach one. We follow after Christ. We openly. we follow Christ, we can lead someone to him. Say you can do it. Say only your wickedness can stop you. Oh, tell the person. Tell the person. It's not me. You know me. I I don't talk like that. It's the pastor. Yes. Tell him that the pastor says only your wickedness can stop you. Abba. (laughs) Each one can reach one. Look, this is what we will spend our lives in this church doing. If you can't handle it, leave the kitchen. Hello? If you can't handle it, do what? Walk out of the kitchen. This is what we this is how we will prosper. Because every provision for us is in that vision. Every provision is, is that Noah, build the ark. Build it. Did that ark end up saving him? The next instruction he gave him, a little more. He said, catch animals. Tomorrow, Sunday, we who are in this Saturday service, tomorrow, Sunday, it's not a Sabbath day. We are going to work. We are going to catch animals. (laughs) Two by two. We are going to catch animals. Monday evening, we are catching Tuesday afternoon, we are catching. Friday dawn, we are catching. We are catching. And Saturday, the whole day, we are collecting. And in the evening. The ark is a useless place without animals. 
And Jesus told the parable of a, about a man who threw a dinner. He came to the dinner and saw empty chairs. He said, we won't eat. We won't eat till every chair is filled. <laughs> Was every chair filled? Every chair filled. Will every chair be filled next week? Yes. The next thing he, he told them, a little bit more. It's in Genesis 6.21. And let me tell you this and then we close. Genesis 6.21. And take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten. And thou shalt gather it to thee. And it shall be food, goodness gracious. It shall be food for who? Thee or thee. Food for thee. And for whom? Them. The next instruction God gave Noah was, get food for the animals. The next project for Noah was to find the food that, the, that was needed to keep all these animals alive. You see, when you bring the animals, they need to eat. Or, or you don't understand this English. You understand only gun. Only gun. Yeah. The animals in the ark, they got to eat. They have to eat. Now, now watch this one. The man who brought the animals was the same man who went to get food for them. Noah didn't bring the animals for some pastors to give them food. Mommy, you don't seem to understand English. Do you, do you understand English? Oh, okay. Thank you. The one who brings the animals is the one who feeds them. So if you are not prepared to feed that animal, don't bring him to the ark. <laughs> don't bring him to the ark. If you are not prepared to feed the animal. Now, now watch this one. Watch it. In America, I, just, I came from America, so that's why I preach. Like I'm not going to say, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. I'm from America, from Minnesota. Glory to God. Now, 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 watch this, watch this. That's why it's very important for you to be to watch your wickedness. You see, because if you don't feed the animals, you will have no food for yourself. It is in gathering food for the animals that you get food. For yourself. It is there. It shall be food for who? You yourself. And then for them. Are you therefore surprised that your church members don't know anything? Ah, the little school we attended, we went up to uh, Wasi. 
SHS. We learned that, especially during exams, when we had discussion groups and we shared, we the things we taught at the discussion groups were the things we understood best. There is something mysterious about giving. If you don't give, you won't have. If you sit in the church with no one you are feeding, you will also not have spiritual food. It's a principle. So, can you see? I wish God would open your eyes to see my size. I am obese. And I'm amazed that you can't see that I am using you to grow fat. Every time I stand here to feed you, I am feeding myself. Is there? The food I gather is food I gather for myself. The Bible study I have done, the scriptures I have studied to stand here to help me to minister to you are scriptures that are feeding my own spirit. I am using you to make myself fat. Get it right. You too, go and use somebody to fatten your soul. If you sit down for me to use you, and you don't use anybody, you are a fool. Oh yes. Because you are only allowed food to eat when you have food to give someone. It's the food you prepare for someone that you get some to eat. So if at any time there is nothing you are preparing for someone, you will have nothing. The same way most of you here are dry. Nothing. No spiritual energy. No spiritual stability. No spiritual... When was the last time you taught somebody? No wonder there is nothing in you that shows you are a Christian except to sit on a bus and come to church. Listen to it carefully. That's what the Bible talks about types. All this Noah story is just... Is just an imagery of the New Testament reality. You eat when you feed someone. If you don't have any agenda, as you are sitting here, if there is nothing in your, I mean, there's no plan, there's no agenda to feed anybody, you will have nothing spiritually. Father, open their eyes to see my size. Let them believe that I'm using them. I'm using you to go to heaven. <laughs> I'm using you. A 
when you see a pastor preaching, the people he's feeding are people he's using to develop himself to go to heaven. And as you sit there, what you don't know is that spiritually, you will have nothing for yourself. If you are not somebody who is feeding somebody. So you see that in the church is the shepherds who grow. The shepherds who grow. The pastors spiritually. They grow. They mature. While the masses who sit to be taught never develop. Anybody who develops spiritually develops on the back of his feeding somebody. That's why this time, I told you last week, I don't know whether it was you. You know, I'm preaching in many places these days. We are not coming here to tip souls into the church. Or they say we are having service Sunday. I've gone to invite the people, and the people have come. You come, you come with your truck. What does the pastor say? You say you want souls, take. <laughs> you say you want souls, we have brought them, eat, eat them. Foolish man. Yes, that's what you say. You say because you think that you are bringing the souls to make me popular, to make I don't know what you, what what you you have been trying to do to me. What you don't know is that that soul you are bringing ought to be your responsibility to feed, so that you also can have food. Abba, the Great Commission is not going to get souls; it's going to teach. Matthew 28. Jesus did not send us to go and collect souls and come to tip them onto the pastor. Look at it there. Teach! If there is no teaching you are doing, you are not obeying Christ. It's not for pastors. When you go, remember that Teaching is an inalienable part of your mission. If you go and you go and get souls and bring them and tip them onto the pastor, you've done nothing. nothing. You've done nothing. No, no, no. In fact, in fact, it's so important that the word teach or teaching appears twice. Appears in verse 19, teach all nations, verse 20. You look at verse 20, teaching them. There is nothing like God. Pastor, 
type of going to collect souls to take pictures for Facebook. It's, it's hypocrisy. And what you don't know is when you do that, God, God will curse you. He will curse you. Do you know, do you know when you do that, when you do that, it means you are actually giving unbelievers a certain I don't know how to preach this even. It's too much. Do, do you know? Can I teach you something small? How many of you have heard of vaccines? Vaccines? Polio vaccine? What vaccine? COVID vaccine? <laughs> COVID vaccine? Meningitis vaccine? Now, now, let's, let's stop all that. Let's do which one? Polio? Polio vaccine. You know polio? You, you can just, you know, poliomyelitis. The vaccine, the polio vaccine, contains polio gems. The COVID vaccine they are preparing contains COVID gems. That is, the gem that gives COVID-19 is in it. The polio vaccine contains the animal that twists your leg is in it. But the difference between the vaccine and the real disease causing polio is that in the vaccine, the amount of germs is very small. So small that it doesn't cause disease. Help me, Jesus. Listen, listen, listen. So small that when you take the polio, it's rather protect you. You don't take polio vaccine to get polio. It's to protect you. Now, how does it protect you? It is so small that it doesn't cause poliomyelitis. But it is enough to enter you and build resistance. Resistance. Now, it's a resistance that protects you. From polio, from measles, from coronavirus, from meningitis. Now, when you expose an unbeliever, we call it, can I use the little something? We call it, in, in, the, in the polio vaccine, we, we, the, the, the germs are in what we call suboptimal doses. That's it. It's not, it's not enough to give you polio. It's not enough. The vaccine. It's not enough. You don't take the vaccine and rather get sick. Now, when you bring an unbeliever to church and you don't give the person enough of God to give him God, the disease, God, to make him a Christian, and you just bring him to church to go. He just comes to learn enough of God to develop resistance. So when you come to him to take him to church, he says, oh, I know God. I know John 3.16. My pastor is Bishop Ogo. I, I can sing a song. I know some hymns because he has come to experience suboptimal doses of God. Not enough to make him catch the disease called God. 
So he walks about with resistance to God. Because he was exposed. But not giving enough. There is no pastor sitting anywhere waiting for the soul you are bringing. You are the pastor. That's why I said God can curse you. Because by doing what we do, carrying people to church and just dumping them to church, when they go home, we don't visit them. When they go, we don't... The pastor wanted souls. And we brought the soul. What you've done is that that service has immunized the person to God. So when the following, you brought him today, the next time this man goes and meets him, so are you born again? Say yes. Have you not gone out to win souls and they say, I, I'm in Presby, I'm, I go to Methodist. I go to Lighthouse, the Dowena branch. I go to Central Gospel Church, Christ Temple. How many of you have heard that section? Meanwhile, they are devils. They are devils. The, the problem is that they were, they, were, they were exposed to suboptimal doses of God. Not enough. No, can you imagine Bishop Kobe and I at the passage of the schedule? Look at the crowd here. You are coming to tape your souls on us. When we have got wives, I mean, our wives alone are cathedrals. This is a cathedral. This is a cathedral. And you, all of you have come to tape. You will take care of your own. Tell your neighbor, no tipping this time. Say, no tipping this time. I don't know who said that testimony. One of our pastors, I heard it this way. He went out to win souls and he met somebody who was brought to church during Swollen Sunday last year. Who was it? Ami, Ami, yes, Ami. Oh, he's born again. Oh, so since last year, have you, has anybody visited this? Oh, nobody. So I was in the church. I'm born again. I don't need to come again. I am born again. Just, no, just that one service, oh. So he, he was only brought to church to be immunized against God. Yeah, because you get a little of polio to protect you from polio. You get a little of God to protect you from God. A little God, enough to protect you from God. No more disturbance. I can quote the verse. I know John 10. 10. I can tell you the story of Lazarus. Because that Sunday when he came, the pastor preached about Lazarus. He made an altar call. He said the sinner's prayer. So he knows all, but not enough to live a pure life. Not enough to be a proper church-going, church-building Christian. Can you hear me? Or oh, you don't understand English? That's what the song our sister sang. 
each one can reach one. It's not just reaching the person to bring to church. Reaching the person and ministering to the person. Feeding. Noah was not just asked to bring animals. He was also supposed to find food for them. The one who brings the animal is the one who feeds the animal. And it's a little you can do for God. You can do it. Why? Why should you go? Because the great commission, it's not just going to call your friend. It's just that in English. Teach them. Teaching them. So when you do, and it's it's teach and teaching. So it's a long, continuous that person you will bring next week should be your church member for the rest of your life. Yes. My wife brought me to church close to 40 years ago. Yes. We were both 16 years. I was, I, was, I, was, I was mad. And she brought me to church. She didn't come to dump me in church. She continued to teach me Continue to visit me so much as no. Let me then marry him and, and take care of him permanently. It has beautiful. Is it not beautiful? Yes. I mean, I like this sheep so much that you know I've done this for five years. Let, let me let me just take it to heaven. Ah, next week. Somebody will bring his wife. Somebody will bring his garden boy. Somebody will bring his garden. Look, we are ne- it's not a, a flash in the pan. We are not just coming to tip souls here on Saturday evening. It's just the big... Next week, Saturday, is like the inaugural ceremony of your long-standing relationship you are going to have with them. Next week, we are going to inaugurate your church. Your one-member church. We might as well call it our inaugural service. For what? Name your church. Name your church. Go and find food for the animals. And look at it. The food for the animals becomes the food for you yourself. I'm surprised you can't see that I'm using you to put on weight. I have used you to become a bishop. Of course. I've used you. Why wouldn't you also use somebody to be a man of God? And tell that person to also go and you each one can use one. Each one can use one. Because as you teach and as you minister, as you talk to the person, you are developing yourself. You build yourself. Anybody sitting here who is not teaching someone, whether one person or two people or five or 17 has lost the purpose for which God brought you here. 
And by the way, if you will not get the soul, then please don't immunize him against God. Don't make him resistant to God. He knows just enough of God to talk about God, but he doesn't follow God. And the last instruction he gave to Moses, to Noah, he said, move to live in the ark. Move to live. That is, when you bring the animals and you feed them, you must live with them. Before they are. Before they are. If they are in Sasabi, go there. Be with them. Did Moses, why am I saying Moses? Did Noah move into the ark? You also must move to be where they are. It is when you are with them that you will tell them you can't listen to the song. You can't be with this girl. You can't be with this friends. You can't do this. You can't. I'm asking you, did Noah move into the ark? You two should move. I want to thank God for the Basenta leaders and center leaders who have moved into the church. God bless you. God bless all of you. You have your house, but you, no, we've moved into the church. We live in the church. We live here. It's as if our toothbrush and our sponge is here. This we are we are we are church workers. Is it possible that it may take a soul for you to be properly established in the church yourself? If truly we have to move into the ark, then some of you are, are outside. It may take a soul for you to be in the church properly. It will take a soul for you to be in the church properly. Many of you come to the church. You visit the church service and you go home. Most of you are like that. And the reason why you go home is that there is nothing in the church that anchors you. But you see, when you bring a soul into the church, it means that soul must be online. So you have to be there online to be with him online. <laughs> that soul must come to church. You must be with him to come to church. That soul will attend a prayer meeting. It's like you are the chaperone, the parent of the soul. And you bring the pet, whatever the soul must do to be established in the church. You are doing it. Have you ever seen a farmer weeding his cassava farm from his house? Hello? Virtual weeding. How many of you have seen a cocoa farmer weeding the undergrowth of the cocoa from, from his house in Accra? How do you weed the undergrowth of the cocoa farm. You've got to be there. 
You must, so, so, so by caring for the cocoa, you end up being on the cocoa farm. Many of you who cannot sit in the church, who can't stay in the church, who can't be established in the church properly, is because you are not established. It's beautiful. When you are establishing somebody in the church, you end up yourself staying in the church. Today, Remember, the one who brings the soul is the one who feeds the soul. He said, go and gather. Can you imagine me? If I have a soul in the church, I must care for. I'll have my quiet time. I will pray. I will read the book because I must have something to feed. The reason why you don't have your quiet time is because you are not feeding anybody. I mean, I can tell you for sure that if I wasn't a pastor, I wouldn't know the word of God the way I know it. And surely, my spiritual life would not be the way it is. Because there is something about teaching someone. It empowers you. And be careful. Don't let the curse of God come upon you because you immunized somebody against God. You brought him into the church to experience just a little of church for him to call himself a member of the church, but he's not really a member. Just enough of God for him to call himself a child of God, but he's not really sick of God. If God were to, be, to cause disease, many of you would be alive. Very healthy. Very healthy. Can I take it, Can I take it again? If God, let's say that God is like malaria and he causes disease to kill people, most of you will be alive because you rather are protected from God. Because you don't have enough of God to make you sick. But you have enough to make you resistant to God. From today till you die, you may never be called pastor. You may never be called reverend. Ever. But don't worry. Find someone to teach. And give the person enough of God to make him sick of God. Yes. The girl who won me to Christ gave me enough to kill me. I'm crucified. I'm dead. I'm dead in Christ. How is it possible that God causes malaria? You claim you have God, but you don't have a fever. I said, God causes malaria. And you, have, you claim you have God. And you have no fever. No temperature. No Did <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? What I said? I said, God causes convulsions. 
You claim you have God, but you are smooth and cool. By this time, you should be fitting. If God gives you a disease that makes you bald, how come you have God, but you've got this long hair? Do you understand today that the things God causes in people, we claim we have him, but we are not showing the signs. No signs of holiness. No signs of righteousness. No signs of prayer. No sign of fasting. No sign of serving him. When you have God, these are the things you should be showing. How come you claim you have God, but you are not praying? You are not serving God. How is it possible? Because you have enough to resist him. You don't have enough to cut the disease. Stand to your feet. Ah, good news. I just heard a piece of good news. For those of you who intend to have proper goditis. Or Christitis. Your chance to catch the disease called God will come as you feed somebody with God. Because the God you are feeding somebody with is the God you are also going to feed yourself with. I want you to lift up. Listen, we are praying beyond 7th November. We are making it our lifestyle. There be never that bishop man will never make me a center leader. It's up to him. But me, I'll teach. I will give people enough of God for them to be sick of God. And vomit. And have convulsions. And have fever. And have rashes. And have temperature. And have headaches. And have everything. Even to die. I'm crucified with Christ. I'm sure you understand it now. Beautiful. Can you lift your two hands? Those of you. Those of you. Who have, been Im- who, who have been immunized. But not infected. You can get the infection. When you start infecting somebody with it. Lift your hands and begin to pray the Lord from today. I'm not going to take people into the church. The one who catches the animal is the one who feeds the animal. Lift your hands and pray. I will not go about immunizing people against God. No. Giving them just enough to build resistance. No. Lift your hands. If God kills, why are you alive? 
I said, if God kills, then why are you alive? If God gives disease, why are you healthy? Because you don't have enough of God. Lift your hands and say this after me. Say, from today, from today, from today, from today, my wickedness, my wickedness will be healed. Will be healed. As I follow Christ, as I follow Christ, I will lead people. I will lead people to Christ. To Christ by teaching him. By teaching. By teaching them. By teaching them. Say from today. From today. Officially. 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 officially I appoint myself. I appoint myself. Say I appoint myself. I appoint myself. A teacher of the word of a God. A teacher of the word say, of God. Say I am a teacher of the word of I'm God. A teacher of the word of Whatever God. Whatever I am in life. Whatever I am in life. Officially. Officially. I am a teacher. I am a teacher of the word of God. Of the word of God. As I teach. As I teach. As I teach. As I teach. I myself. I myself. I feed my I life. I feed my life. I feed myself. I feed myself father father say father father use me from today use me from today anoint me anoint me anoint me anoint me to be a teacher to be a teacher from today from today i will open the scriptures i will open the scriptures and share the scriptures and share the scriptures through me through me people will have god people will have god thank you lord thank you lord for my salvation for my salvation clap your hands for jesus God, listen. When you get born again, you become an ambassador. It's not for some reverends and some bishops. An ambassador. Paul said we are ambassadors for Christ. The the Second Corinthians five nineteen, the basic, the Bible in basic English. Second Corinthians five nineteen, BBE version. Look at it. He said, that is, God was in Christ. God was in Christ. Making peace between the world and himself. Not putting their sins to their account. And having given to us the preaching of this news of peace. We have been given the work of preaching this good news of peace. Say from today, from today, officially, officially, I am a preacher. I'm a preacher. Say officially, officially, I am a teacher. I'm a teacher. God was in the very thing God was in Christ doing that ended you in the church. You also must do it. And from today. This is the book. Every member. This is the book. Key facts for a new Christian. For new believers. Key facts. We are going to get copies and share them in the centers. Everybody must buy one. Everybody. Yeah, this is what this is the book that teaches people who get born again and you will hold it the person you bring you will go to his house and properly infect him not immunize him how to become a born again Christian these are the topics how to become a born again Christian key facts about salvation 
six powerful results of your salvation. What you must know about water baptism. I mean, you, you yourself don't know anything about water baptism. So as you read and study to teach, you'll be feeding your own self. Develop yourself by speaking in tongues. Grow in your new life by reading the Bible regularly. Imagine you teaching someone to read his Bible regularly. Don't you think that you yourself will read your Bible at least four times a week? You'll be feeding yourself. The food you get for the animals becomes your own food. Seven steps to effective quiet time. Grow in your new life by praying regularly. Grow as a new believer by fellowshipping regularly. Develop the art of witnessing and soul winning. This is the book. Every, anybody who intends to reach and teach should have this book. It's no more for some strong Christian, no academy, anything. You are the strong Christian academy. Have you ever heard of a woman who gives birth and then goes to give the baby to somebody to care for the person? Is that how your mother reads you up? Your role as a church member. Can you clap your hands for this book? Key facts for new believers. Next week, Sunday. Next week, Saturday. During the Nina, uh, what's the name of the thing called? Salvation Sunday. There will be boxes of this book. Every, you will bring the soul you buy. Because this is the food. You go home, you eat it yourself, and you feed. You start administering. You remember last year? You came to tip souls on me. You turned. Nonsense. You brought souls last year. Didn't you bring souls last year? You didn't bring souls? Did you bring a soul last year? You brought one. Where is the person? Watiatum. It's called Titi. Watiatum. But if last year she brought the soul with the mind that each one who reaches one teaches one. Don't you think that person would have been in church? But she brought him for him. Is it her or him? Two. And now they are two. They were one before. Now they are two. They are siblings. Okay. So boy and girl. Yes. Dancing star. So they have now been immunized. So the next person who goes to them will not win them. Because they have now developed what? Antibodies. Resistance. Antichrist. Antichrist antibodies. It's called Antichrist antibodies. Yes. Why? Because we give them just enough. Just enough. 
protect them from any evangelism. Mommy, you get a message? Just enough to protect them from being one again. But they will never be in church. They will never have Godditis or Christitis. I said, if Christ gives disease, how many of you will be dead? Mommy, I said, if Jesus gives disease, why? Uh, Pastor, come and see, Bishop. Look at the church. Please go back a little. Can't see how healthy they are. Fresh. But this time, they should all be receiving, they should be in intensive care because they have caught God. Goditis. Godoma. Tumors. Tumors called Godoma. Godosacoma. But you are fine. Most people in nightclubs have been immunized by Christians like you. Wicked people. They've got enough of God. They can talk, say hallelujah, quote a verse. They know the pastor. They know his phone number. Just enough about lighthouse than the, than the nightclubs. Is it possible to lift your hands again? Or you are tired? Pray and ask the Lord for forgiveness. forgiveness. And tell the Lord, Father, from today, Father, from today, I'll do what is right. I'll do what is right. I'm not coming to tip souls onto the Masuta Baba, open your mouth and pray. Balibaka Braga Badi Kibanda, Boronobokom Brabaha, Lena Ambe, Locotoni Mimika, Rashke, Runda Mani Beke, Bele Brandoni Brandi, lift your two hands. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for not giving people enough of God. Or some follow up team. And I want everyone to close your eyes at this point as we end the service. Everybody close your eyes and please put your hand down. Bow your heads. I'm leading someone to Christ. I follow Jesus and I want to lead someone to Jesus. Everybody standing. Lift your two hands. Everybody standing. Sorry, sorry. Don't lift your two hands. Just bow your head now. If you are here today, Somebody invited you to a church service. And like I was preaching, you don't have Christ. You have just enough. You have just been immunized against Christ. Today, you are receiving and you have already received enough of the word of God to break through the defense. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You are here, you want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to bow my knee to God. I want to surrender my life to God. Yes. It's Mabel in the church. Mabel, one, she's here. She must come to the front here. Pastor, please pray for me. I need to receive Jesus. If you are here like that, you want me to pray for you to receive Jesus. Lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you now. It's your time. Yes. 
This is your time. Lift your hand high above your head. Pastor, I see your hand. Lift it high, high above your head. I want to pray for you. Yes, Pastor, I need Jesus. Pastor, pray for me. Everybody stand upright. Lift your hand. Yes, I see your hand. Pastor, pray. I see at the back in front here. I want to be born again. Pastor, pray for me. I need Jesus. Thank you. If your hand is up, I want you, wherever you are, to take your bag and come to me. Take your phone and come to me here. Take your iPad. Come. God bless you, sister. God bless you. Come to Jesus. Stand here. God bless. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Look. Beautiful. Keep coming. Come. Come. They are coming. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Who needs to come to the front and surrender their lives and bow their knees to God? I tell you, some of you, you are, you are just in the church as an immunized Christian. Mm. If you really want him properly, come now. now. Come now. There's a type of Christ that immunizes you and there's a type of Christ that makes you a proper child of Christ. Come. Clap for them, they are coming. Come now. Leave your seat and come and receive Jesus properly. Father, we thank you. Beautiful. Lift your two hands. And repeat this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. Close your eyes and pray. Say, today. Today. I repent of my wickedness. I repent of my wickedness. My sinful life. My sinful life. I repent. I repent. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've disappointed you. I've disappointed you. Today. Today. I come to you. I come to you. Please receive me. Please receive me. I'm so dirty. I'm so dirty. Please wash me. Please wash me. Wash my sins. Wash my sins. Cleanse my sins. Cleanse my sins. I'm starting a new life. I'm starting a new life. As a born again Christian. As a born again because Christian. Because I am born again. Because I am born again. Jesus. Jesus. Receive me. Receive me. Wash me. Wash me. With your blood. With your blood. Thank you. 
This time, this time, say this time, this time, it is real. It is real. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. It is real. It is real. I'm a child of I'm God. I'm a child of God. Thank you. Thank you for my great salvation. For my great salvation. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm staying. I'm staying. And I'm growing. And I'm growing. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, keep these ones. Father, preserve them. Save them from destruction. Save them from returning to eat their vomits. Let them be strong and solid. In Jesus' name. You see the pastor standing there who is waving his hands. You can see him. I would like you to please go to him. They will talk to you. They will share some important things with you. And then you will come back and take your seat. So please go to them. Clap your hands for them. many of you are believing God to immunize people next week? To immunize people. How many of you are believing God to infect people fully with God? Fully with God. Say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, have mercy on me. Clap your hands for Jesus. And on this note, on this note, I want us to eat our communion for repentance. Amen. We are eating the body of Christ to plug ourselves properly into Christ and not as an immunizer. Anyone sitting down is being used by an evil spirit. Take your bread. Say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. Oh, lift it up. Say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. From today, from today, as I eat it, as I eat it, as I eat it, as I eat it, from today, from today, I'll be properly joined, I'll be properly joined, fully, fully, whatever is in Christ, whatever is in Christ, flows into me, flows into me, the power flows into me, the power flows into me, the knowledge flows into me, the knowledge flows into me, the virtue flows into me, flows into me. I'm not an immunized Christian. I'm not an immunized Christian. I have the full dose of God. I have the full dose. Of this God. body of Christ. This body of Christ. That I am eating. That I am eating. Connects me. Connects me. Properly to God. Properly to God. Nothing. Nothing. Can separate me. Can separate from me. the body of Christ. From the body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it.
Lift your cup. Say the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Say the blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. Doesn't lose its power. Doesn't lose its power. Say it does not lose its power. It does not lose its power. Say today. Today. I receive. I receive. Grace. Grace. To walk in that power. To walk in that power. The power. The power. Say the power. The power. Is for witnessing. Is for witnessing. From today, from today, I'm a soul winner. I'm a soul winner. A soul winner. A soul winner. And I save completely. And I save completely. I don't protect people from God. I don't protect people from God. I rather give them God. I rather give them God. Jesus. Jesus. Let your blood speak. Let your blood speak. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. For a soul winner like me. For a soul winner like me. Say the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. For a soul winner like me. For a soul winner like me. Drink it. Lift your hands. Let me pray for you. Father, today we come in repentance. Yes, Lord. Repentance. Repentance. Can we all kneel down? All of us. Thank you, Jesus. after me. Father, Father, as I've eaten your blood and your body, as I've eaten your blood and your body, forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. I've not done what is right. I've not done what is right. I've not given people Christ. I've not given people Christ. I am, I'm, I, I have been dumping people in your house. I have been dumping people in your house. Forgive me. From today, from today, I accept the challenge. I accept the challenge, and I take up the responsibility. And I take up the responsibility of preaching, of preaching, and teaching, and teaching, and teaching, and teaching the souls I bring to church. The souls I bring to church. I don't know anyone else. I don't know anyone else to be the one to care for my soul. To be the one to care for my I myself. I myself. I will find the food. I will find the food. I will feed myself. I will feed myself. And then I will feed others. And then I will feed Jesus. Jesus. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Forgive me. Forgive me. I'm starting a new life. I'm starting a new life. Proper Christianity. Proper Christianity. Proper Christianity. Proper Christianity. That will make you glad. That will make you glad. My life. My life. Will please you. Will please you. My life. My life. Will please you. Will please you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you.